Welcome aboard. This is your captain, Johnny. And first mate, Jess. Thank you for joining us on our chaotic journey through fan fiction. This podcast will contain adult situations and themes. I would strongly suggest using caution when listening in public. But what do I know? We do not own these stories or characters. They're just along for the ride upon the ships of chaos. Hey, this is Johnny. And this is Jess. We just want to tell you Happy New Year. And here's to hoping 2021 is a shit ton better. (laughs) I am just hoping that we start to recover. I don't think it's going to be an immediate better, but we'll, we'll start to recover. Johnny chose a new story for this New Year's special. A new fandom. A new fandom, yeah. Uh, Y'all deserve a treat for being such wonderful listeners. Over the last few weeks, we've gotten so many new members to our Facebook group. We're, like, astonished. Yeah. So welcome, all of our new chaotics. You know, uh, I think we look forward to growing with you with our fandoms. I know a lot of the people are fans of Steric, um, and that's how you found us. So we got a we got a little pup in the background barking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but um, this week we are reading a Dramini fic. Can you tell us what Dramini is, Jess? Uh, Draco and Hermione. From Harry Potter. The HP. Yeah. It is called Unexpected by Smith and Barrowman. So I'm excited. I don't think Um, I I don't think I've read a story by Smith and Barrowman. I've read a lot, but I'm I'm not sure if I've read this author before. I read through it uh, when when I was looking for New Year's fix. I have to warn our lovely chaotics. This is much more explicit than you have been used to so far. Are we explicit right away too? It pretty close. Takes a couple paragraphs, but it it's it's yeah. So while we're torturing you with our slow slow burn, here's a little heat. <laughs> yeah, this is oh. like wow. Did I just say that? <laughs> Well, I'm excited that you you picked something so explicit. So, so he listen with warning. caution. <laughs> yeah, listen with caution if you're in public. <laughs> awesome. Let's do this. Okay. Hermione, I woke slowly. The effects of the previous night were taking hold, and the hangover from hell was beginning. The heavy feeling in my brain was clouding all thoughts and my memory was hazy at best. I rarely drank, but there was something, some random thing that had set me off, a random thing I could not remember, and I was now paying a heavy price for it. I groaned, lifting my head, and I realized I was laying the wrong way on my bed. My head was where my feet would be, and my feet were resting comfortably on my pillow. Fuck. Drunk may have been an understatement. I groaned again and looked around the room. It was a complete mess. 
My bra was hanging off the lamp and clothes were thrown everywhere. More clothes than I knew I was wearing the previous night. <laughs> I scowled, trying to make sense of what I was seeing. I was single. I lived alone. But at least half the clothes I was seeing were definitely of the male design, especially the black boxer briefs that were hanging off the bedpost. Oh, shit. What did I do? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's just so... I think an adjective that is used is so unhermione-ish. Yeah. It's just so funny. Okay, continue. Okay. The response to that question was answered almost immediately. When my bathroom door opened and the male who was clearly the owner of said boxers stepped out. Hey, he said. His voice was still deep with sleep, clearly still waking up himself. I was very, I was suddenly very sober, staring wide out. <laughs> I was suddenly very sober, staring wide eyed at the man in my room. Draco, I croaked. My throat was dry and felt like sandpaper. Why are you here? My eyes dropped and my mouth fell open. He was naked, very naked. The dull light in the room allowed me to see his flawless skin the fine lines of his chest and stomach, the trail of dark blonde hair that led to, holy shit, he was huge. I mean, huge. <laughs> Jess is a giggler. <laughs> I'm just so excited. <laughs> I scrambled to sit up, not noticing my own state of undress and stared at him. Had we, we must have. Why else would he be naked in my room? He moved toward me slowly, and all my instincts told me to get the hell away from him. We were friends, sure, and I had, had to admit I had fantasized more than once about this very moment. But to actually have him naked in my bedroom, no, that didn't seem possible. The bed dipped as he joined me, my alcohol-addled brain unable to comprehend exactly what was going on. He f knelt in front of me, smiling. My breath caught, and I froze, but he s didn't seem to care. He cupped my face and kissed me, slow and deep, drawing a moan from deep inside me. Oh, we definitely had. <laughs> Good, <clears throat> Good morning, he rumbled. How's your head? Uh, I stared blankly at him, my head... Was it him that was the random something that had made me drink so much? I couldn't remember why he should be naked in my bedroom. My eyes dropped again and I quickly shut them. His cock had begun to stir <laughs> and several vague images began to flash in my mind. My front door slamming. Derek shoving me against the wall. Draco, Draco. you called him Derek. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, Wrong fandom. Wrong <laughs> fandom. Okay, okay. This. <laughs> Let's try this again. My front door slamming. Draco shoving me against the wall, his mouth on mine. He chuckled and lifted my face to look at me. You, do, you don't remember, do you? I felt my face heat up as more images flooded my brain. His mouth barely leaving mine as we made our way to our way to my bedroom clothes being frantically stripped off. 
me on my back and Draco crawling over me. Um, I murmured, I think it's all coming back. He kissed along my jaw to the shell of my ear and whispered, Do you like what's coming back? His mouth on my collarbone, on my nipple, his teeth biting down gently. I hummed in response. His mouth was still on me, kissing down my neck to my shoulder. Oh my God, that's so hot. That's <clears throat> <laughs> so hot. His hands on my breast as he kissed down my stomach. His sly grin right before he dropped his mouth between my, my thighs. His tongue make me cry out repeatedly. What can you remember? He whispered, his hands coming up to cut my breast, his thumb circling slowly around my nipple, and my skin hummed to his, at his touch. I closed my eyes again. His voice was so deep and gravelly. It was turning my insides into goo. Draco on his elbows over me, his skin hot against mine, him leaning down to kiss me as he pushed into me. And then I was more than sober. I was completely alert, my hangover instantly gone. I shoved at his chest and scrambled off the bed. Uh, he was looking at me with an amused grin on his face. We had sex, I said. My heart had begun to beat so fast, I thought I would it would explode through my chest. We did, he grinned. His grin widened. <laughs> we had sex, I repeated. You and me, Malfoy and Granger. He chuckled. Malfoy and Granger, me and you. We had sex. I looked at the rumbled bedcloths. We had sex in my bed. He wiggled his eyebrows. I know. I was there. And I have to say, Granger, you were incredible. My mouth dropped open. I should have been yelling at him, screaming at him for obviously taking advantage of me in my drunken state. But no sound came out. Incredible? I was incredible? No one had ever said that to me before. He climbed off the bed and stood in front of me, taking both my hands in his and lift, lifting them to his lips. You, Granger, were so fucking incredible that I'm sorry we didn't do this sooner. I made a squeaking sound and he laughed. This has been the best New Year's of my life. He kissed my fingers again. New Year's, my, finally, my brain finally caught up with me. We were at Harry's and Pansy's. He nodded, still grinning at me. Oh my God. Also, I love a Harry and Pansy pairing. <laughs> yeah. I love the subtle, like, Harry and Pansy are together. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Okay. So they and Ginny, Blaze saw drunk and ron and susan me you he dropped his hands and held my face smiling down at me use your big wor girl words granger <laughs> i love that line use your big girl words granger i shoved at his chest again biting back another embarrassed embarrassing squeak the solid muscle and warm skin felt like heaven under my palm but i finally found my voice i got drunk and you clearly came home with me, so they all know. Oh, they all know. He pulled me against him, sliding his hands around my hips and squeezing my arse. But me coming home with you, 
wasn't the big surpri- biggest surprise. You got very handsy with me long before we left. I made a, ch- a choking sound. Wh- what? We decide. Oh, nope, 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 nope. <clears throat> you decided that since you were single and I was single, we should change both our statuses. And that last night should be the first of many New Year's we should spend together. It's like one junk, like one drunk night, and she's like, "We're married." <laughs> <laughs> there was no way I would have said that. I looked up at him, incredulous, but I was doubting myself even as I was saying the words. I was standing in my bedroom, naked, with Draco Malfoy, also naked, pressed against me. And I had no desire to move away from him. Oh, but you did say it. He kissed my shoulder again. And you said so much more. This is why I didn't drink. I was a hopeless drinker, much to the amusement of my friends. I had virtually no tolerance for alcohol. And I had never been able to remember anything after about three wines. It was why I usually stayed sober and responsible. And now the evidence of my pathetic drinking ability was standing naked in front of me. I cleared my throat, hating what I had to ask. What else did I say? His mouth found mine and he kissed me in that long, slow way that I didn't know I loved until a few minutes ago. He lifted me and we landed on the bed, the full weight of him on me. You said that I was the hottest guy you know. You said that you were sorry that we weren't more than just friends. You said that if I came home with you, we can change all that. He smirked down at me. And you said you definitely wanted to know if the rumor about me was true. What rumor, I squeaked. No, there's no squeak in that. What rumor, I squeaked but I knew exactly what rumor he was talking about. The rumor in question was pressing against my stomach, hard and heavy, and growing even harder and heavier with each passing second. I think you know which rumor, Granger. You were begging for it last night. Begging, I groaned. This was getting worse. He nuzzled my neck, his hand sliding into my hair begging Granger his teeth grazed my skin you beg for me to be inside of you he tugged my hair forcing my head back and sucking on the pulse you begged me to fuck you hard he nipped at my collarbone and you begged me to come inside your pussy wow (laughs) this is a change from my (laughs) Definitely a change from Radio Tower. <laughs> How you doing there, Johnny? You okay? I'm good. I'm good. Need a cold glass of water. <laughs> I have a cold uh, glass of uh, Powerade. Mm, okay. I didn't have the chance to be embarrassed. All I could do was groan again when his mouth closed around my nipple. Three times, Granger. He murmured against my skin. Do you remember any of them, or do you need me to remind you? Yeah, I breathed. The images were more vivid now. I think he underestimated when he said 
what, that what we had done was incredible. My memory still had gaps, but what was there was like nothing I had ever experienced in my life. I knew I had consented, knew that I had wanted him to come home with me. But I also knew that as soon as we were through the door, he had taken control. He had been sure and commanding, had been slow, had been hard, had been rough, had been all the things I had fantasized about, but no man had ever shown me until now. He laughed at my response. Yeah, you remember? Or yeah, you want me to remind you? I ran my fingers through his hair, lifting his head to look at me. Both. Tell me what you remember, he said, working his way down my body, dropping hot, wet kisses over every inch of my skin. I reached my arm back, gripping the bed head to steady myself. I was already wound so tightly, and he was doing little more than kissing me. Your mouth, I murmured, trying to concentrate on what he was asking, not on what he was doing. What about my mouth? On me. I breathed between my, oh, I, mm. on me, I breathed between my thighs, your tongue. I felt his smile against my hip. Did you like it? I smiled and nodded, closing my eyes and picturing the image that was his blonde hair between my fingers as his tongue and mouth had worked me into a frenzy. Use your words, Granger, he told me again. The palm, his palm pushing gently against my thighs, spreading my legs. Tell me. I liked it. I looked down at him. What did you like? He sucked the soft skin on the inside of my legs, sending a shock wave through my core. I, I liked. My voice stuttered when he did the same to the opposite leg. How was I supposed to talk when he was doing that? Did you like this? He dropped a kiss on my clit and I gasped, reaching down to grip his head. His mouth was perfect and my eyes rolled closed at the sensation of his tongue sliding through me. I moaned through his, when his mouth sealed over me, his tongue circling, flicking, teasing, his teeth grazing and biting. No other man had ever done this so well. But he knew, knew how to push me, how to make me squirm. He just knew. This seems very on par for like Draco, like arrogant, like <laughs> so full of himself and like very vocal. I could see him being a very vocal. And commanding. And commanding, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Whereas we have like our Hermione here who like, hey, how do you vocalize that? Like, I, I get it. I feel her. But also, oh, man, he's hot. <laughs> so <Well>, Yeah. <laughs> my brain stuttered once more, fighting to form a coherent response as he teased between my slick flow. <laughs> slick folds. Nope, slick folds. <laughs> Johnny, taking people out of the story by mispronunciations. <laughs> and the slight stubble on his jaw, scratching at my sensitive skin just heightened the sensation. The pleasure Draco's mouth created surged through me, forcing my hips off the bed and onto his face. 
His tongue worked harder, lapping at me, tasting every millimeter of my wet skin, expertly building the urgent, urgent tension inside me. I list, lifted my head and the side of his face buried between my thighs sent an electrifying heat rocketing through me. I whimpered as he drove me higher and higher with just his tongue, licking and sucking and dipping inside, pushing me toward the very edge of pleasure. My spine bowed and I cried out his name, clutching his head to me as my body convulsed and I tumbled over into the abyss. Draco kissed me gently and my body still shuddering with the intensity of the orgasm that had almost split me in two. My body went limp. I felt completely boneless and I wondered how the hell I had actually survived the night. He kissed the inside of my thigh once more and smiled as he moved back over me. Do you remember that? He looked smug, proud of himself, and I slapped his chest, making him laugh. No, I don't remember that at all, I said with a breathy voice. Maybe you're not as good as you think you are. Oh, I think you remember. He snorted, spreading my thighs with his knees and pulling my leg around his hip. I think, I think there's something else you remember too. Pausing, he held himself over me, leaning his face close to mine and the intensity of his eyes, of the rapid pulse in his neck, the quick flick of his tongue over his lips had every nerve in my body shuddering with need. This, he whispered, rolling his hips forward and back, teasing the head of his cock over my click, clit, click. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you were begging for. Do you remember? Yes, I fucking remembered. My giant cock. He, he teased my interest, pressing and dipping and pulling away. My giant cock you were begging for last night. Ah, oh, so full of himself. <laughs> huh? I said he's just so full of himself. Yeah. I cried out in frustration, shoving my hand between us and gripping him hard. I press pressed him to where I wanted him. He groaned, dropped his mouth to mine, and thrust it into me. Tearing my mouth from his, my gasp turned into a deep moan. His cock stretched me filling me in a way that turned every fantasy I had about him into dust. It didn't matter if my memories of last night were full of holes. This moment was all that mattered. This moment where I could see his face, where I could feel him, where I could fully revel in the enormity of what we were doing was all I needed. I mean, her I, memory might be full of holes, but her holes are definitely full. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I wrapped my arms around his shoulders, whimpering against his neck as I took him in fully. His lips pressed against my temple, whispering quiet words, and I let myself sink into the feeling of him, the warmth of him, the gentleness that was unexpected. Draco, fucking perfect. I breathed against his neck, and I instantly felt his grin against my cheek. 
You told me that last night, Granger. He pulled out of me slowly and then slid back in. In fact, you screamed it rather loudly last time. Reaching my hand to his face, I smiled, not caring that he was being his usual smug self. I meant it. Returning my smile, he, <clears throat> returning my smile, he leaned down again, pressing his lips to mine so deeply I was lost. I lifted my hips to meet his as he began to move. His rhythm was steady, slow, and measured, taking my breath away and causing me to shiver with every stroke. I was right. This was perfect. We moved together so easily as if this was the thousandth time we had been together, not the first. And not for the first time in my life, I felt whole. Felt like I was exactly where I should be. Under the, this man, while he moved so powerfully above me, giving me everything I need. Do you remember now? He growled in a deep tone, so deep I shuddered. Do you remember my cock inside of you? Do you remember this? He began to move faster, thrusting harder into me, sliding the thick length of him almost all the way out of me before plunging back in, setting my already heightened nerves alight. The friction of him moving through me was building such an aching need. I could do little more than just hold on to him and simply feel. And then the entire night with him flooded back. How could I forget? How could I forget the feel of his skin sliding over mine? How could I fit, forget the feel of him so thick inside of me? How could I forget his breath against my neck, his quiet words of what I was doing to him, the hard muscles in his back bunching with each thrust, the clutch in, at his shoulders, something deep inside me started to spasm, and I groaned. No, I screamed inside my head, it's too soon. Don't hold back, he grunted against my ear. Let go. Let me feel you. Fuck, I moaned, arching and arched beneath him, closing my legs tightly around his hips. My entire body tensed, my pussy tightened, pulsing, clenching hard around him as the heat that he had been steadily building finally burst free. I saw stars and my mind went numb. A million tiny explosions rocketed through me all at once. A pleasure so raw, so intense, I almost couldn't breathe. Lost wasn't the word. Completely absorbed by him was what this felt like. Like we were woven together. Like we were one single entity. Like we had been made to fit together. He pull, put his hands on the side of my face, slowing his thrust, pulling out inch by inch, and staring down at me. Do you feel that, Granger? Do you remember now? I nodded. It was all I could do. I wasn't sure what I had expected, but this wasn't it. I felt completely powerless, felt like I was at his mercy, and I didn't care. He moved, his fingertips moved over my face, his thumb along my cheeks, wiping away the tears I hadn't even realized were there. All right, he asked, so quiet, the word seemed like a breath of air. I nodded again, unable to speak, unable to keep my eyes open at the sense of, as the sense of intimacy built. I didn't believe in fate, 
didn't believe that our lives were predetermined to follow a certain path. But this with him, it was hard not to believe that he was so predestined to be mine. We were as close as any two people could get, our bodies locked together in a way that we went beyond just sex, beyond intimacy, beyond anything I had ever known that could be shared between two people. Moving in and out of me, he slowly, oh no, moving in and out of me so slowly, he was building me all over again, in and out. His mouth went to my throat, in and out. He linked his hands with mine, in and out kissing me deeply in and out thrusting his tongue to the same slow rhythm of his hips open your eyes granger his words were quiet soft but there was also a demand to them i did as he asked and my chest grew tight at the sight of him above me his eyes had darkened as he stared down at me the storm gray turning so dark they were like nothing I had ever seen before. Lust, longing, need, wanting. It was all there and it was all for me. I was climbing again, another climax building, growing with each thrust of his hips. His nostrils flared and he do drove into me harder, faster. The determination in his face to bring me over once more had me crying out. Please, anything for you. He whispered against my lips as he thrust into me hard. A single tear slid, for, slid from my eye and my orgasm hit me with an intensity that would have twisted me inside out if my hands hadn't been linked with his. My body convulsed with pleasure, every fiber of my being connected to him. You, Granger, you, just you, only you. His breathing was harsh, grunting with the words, as he continued to thrust into me. And then I felt him, his rhythm was lost, his hips stabbing violently against me. His pulse, he pulsed inside of me coming with a harsh roar. And I felt the liquid heat spill from his body and into mine. Ooh, that sent shivers through me. I was just thinking, I mean, not to take away from the sexiness, but I hope there's a contraceptive spell. Something collapsed. <laughs> He collapsed, his arms shaking, unable to hold himself up. His weight came down over me, settling heavily. But it was a comfort, not a burden. Wrapping himself around him, wrapping myself around him, we lay together for what could have been hours, even days, until the only sound in the room was our breathing. His lips pressed against my temple, my cheeks. Then he covered my mouth with his, kissed me so gently I could hardly believe he had been so rough and hard with me. I ran my hands down his back over the cur curve of his arse and back up again, marveling in the unexpectedness of him and wondering why I had wasted my time not being with him. He lifted his head to smile down at me. When my hands made their way back to his arse, my fingertips circling gently over the warm skin. What are you thinking, I whispered, not wanting to burst the bubble that we seem to have created. You're a goddess, he whispered back, kissing me again. My heart leapt, goddess. I wasn't sure if that was true, but I certainly felt like a queen wrapped in his arms. He smiled at me again, whisper, 
sweet and loving before bending to whisper close to my ear. My goddess. He pulled his lips back to mine. I was his. No more words were shared. One year later. Oh, one more year later. Woohoo! So, Draco drawled from the doorway. Are we replicating last year's celebration? I looked, at, looked up at him. He was grinning stupidly at me, and I laughed quietly, shaking my head. I'm not sure that's wise. I won't be responsible for your mother having another heart attack. He crossed the room and bent to kiss me. She didn't have a heart attack. She was shocked, that's all. Hmm, I hummed and shot him a, a look that said I knew otherwise. I don't think shock is the right word. She almost fainted when she found out. He laughed and squatted down beside me. But now she's completely, she completely adores you. You know that. He was right, of course. He was. It had been awkward at first, considering our history. But I had indeed managed to win Narcissa Malfoy over. But it wasn't all my doing. I looked down at the tiny baby curled against me. Narcisca wasn't the only one who got the shock of her life. Our drunken New Year celebration had come with its own surprise for us. <laughs> Annabelle Grace Malfoy. <laughs> Called it. <laughs> Born, oh, sweet. Born October, 30, October 1st, exactly 39 weeks after she was conceived. <laughs> Don't be silly and wrap your willy, people. This happens. <laughs> It's all fun and games until you have a tiny person to take care of. In, in the words of Nish Kumar from the BBC, Papa Johnny on! <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and that's kind of awkward to say, seeing that I'm Johnny. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shocked was probably the right word, not the right word. Stunned, stupefied, a complete blubbering mess. And that was just Draco. I was numb. I took 17 pregnancy tests and still didn't believe it was possible. It wasn't until my trip to the, my GP who confirmed, yes, I was definitely pregnant, that I finally accepted the truth. And when my own shock, shock subsided, I flew into a rage, mostly at myself for being so careless, for letting myself get so drunk, I forgot to cast a contraceptive charm. But Draco also bore the brunt of my anger. What the hell had he been thinking? Why the hell didn't he wear a condom? Why did he assume that I had it covered? <laughs> You, you, you kind of called it. Yeah, I was trying not to reveal that. <laughs> Appreciate it. But the amount yeah. of uh, intercourse that they were having, I mean, something was bound to happen, right? <laughs> yeah. He had taken it all with a quiet calm that at first I didn't understand. But I quickly realized that he was so incredibly pleased that having a child and being a father was something that he had always wanted. And when he told me that he had long hoped that it would be with me, I couldn't help but forget my anger and join in his excitement. Of course, telling Narcissa Malfoy that her son and I were together paled in comparison to, uh, to, to us telling her she was going to be a grandmother so soon. 
She was completely shocked, more so than we both were, and weeks passed before she spoke to us again. And when she did, she insisted that we marry. I had instantly refused, telling her that her, that her archaic views on me being pregnant out of wedlock were exactly that, archaic. I wouldn't marry her son simply to preserve the Malfoy image. Marriage was a discussion between Draco and I, and she would not be insisting anything. Nothing more was said until I was into my sixth month. When Draco surprised me, asking me to marry him in a small, intimate ceremony in the garden at the borough, with just our friends and his mother as witness. He had already asked Arthur to stand in for my dad, and he and Molly were only too pleased for us to use the garden. I had always loved to be the place where we could have the small wedding I wanted. But they had also surprised me. The crazy overgrown garden I had always loved because it was so different to the perfect garden I had grown up with was tame for our day. The grass was mown, the plants had been pruned, and even the gnomes had disappeared for the day. Behind the house, a small, ornate, open-sided gazebo had been set up with a wooden deck that served as, as a dance floor off to one side. An extravagant table covered the tool covered with tool and lace sat in the center and hundreds of tiny candles floated and flickered about in the evening sky. Mo Molly later told me that it was Narcissa who had arranged most everything. Right down to the tiny white tulips, my absolute favorite that adored the entire gazebo. Sounds so romantic. And, like this I know. Wedding. Yeah. And it was perfect. Harry and Pansy Ginny and Blaze, Ron and Susan, the rest of the Weasleys, and Narcisco all witnessed our simple vows, and we ate and drank water for me and danced until I fell asleep, exhausted on my new husband's shoulder. And now a year after she, after she first came into existence, the little girl who had completely changed our lives was still doing so. The usual raunchous New Year celebration at the Potters had been canceled and a quiet night at the Malfoys was the order of the evening. Did you want me to watch Annabella while you two head upstairs and make her a little brother? Pansy <laughs> was grinning as she stepped out of the flu. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the voice. I love it. <laughs> She loved the fact that we had gotten pregnant after our first time together. She often pointed out the fact that her two most intelligent and responsible friends completely fucked up and proved to everyone that they weren't as intelligent and responsible as they made themselves out to be. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's New Year's, how it, which is officially your night after all. <laughs> <laughs> I already asked her. Drake, Draco draped his arm around Pansy's shoulder and stage whispered, she said no. Harry made his way immediately over to them, bending and taking the baby expertly, cradling her against his chest and gently running his hands across her back. He was a natural with her, adoring our little princess as if she were his own. I stood and squeezed his shoulder. Maybe we should just stay down here and the two of you could borrow, 
oh, our, borrow our guest room. Harry grinned. I already asked her. She said no. Get drunk, Draco said with a shrug. It worked a treat for me. I just want to say we are not advocating getting a girl drunk to sleep with her. That is not okay. That's not okay. Yeah. The flu lit up again, and Jenny and Blay stepped out. I punched his arm as I walked past him to greet them. Do you need me to remind you that the look on your face, of the look on your face when I told you that that you got me pregnant? I'd imagine... It was a sheer terror at the fact that such an arsehole knocked the world's most favorite witch, Ginny said as she joined us. I'm trying here. Oh, you did so good. You did so good. Well, listen, do you remember how Halloween went? I just gave up on <laughs> accents like halfway through, so you're doing mm-hmm. awesome. Our, sho- uh, no, <clears throat> Our shock, the fact that his dick actually worked, Blaze suggested. Ducking as Draco reached to slap the back of his head and then crossed where Harry was standing with Annabelle. Okay, real quick. I fucking love Blaze. Like, he's, like, the most, like, just forgotten about character in the whole book. But, like, in Fanon, Blaze is such a badass. Have you, have you seen um, New Blood by Artemis Girl? Mm-mm. It's up to, like, 235 chapters. And... She isn't, she's gone from the beginning of book one to the, she's in the beginning of book three. Okay. And Blaze is freaking badass. Oh, that's, I'm going to read it. New Blood. Yeah, New Blood by Artemis Girl. Hermione is a Slytherin. Oh. And she's best friends with Blaze Zambini. Okay, I'm going to, this is on my, I'm not sleeping tonight. <laughs> Draco wrapped his arms around my waist, pulling my back against his chest. And we watched as Pansy and Ginny filled wine glasses as Harry and Blaze both fawned over our daughter. Maybe we should get them all drunk tonight, Blaze whispered close to my ear. Annabelle would love to have some friends to play with. Hmm, maybe. I ran my fingers along his forearm. Or maybe that little brother idea wasn't so bad. He made a choking sound. Oh, what? I turned in his arms, pressed up on my toes to kiss his shocked face. Maybe I'll think about it. I left him staring at me, glancing back over my shoulder, laughing as I joined Jenny and Pansy on the couch. Blaze had stolen Annabelle from Harry and was making faces at her. She should have been in her crib asleep, but watching these two grown men ooh and ah at my daughter was far too adorable to spoil with bedtime. Draco, in turn, was still watching me. He crossed the room to retrieve his drink, his fingers brushing across the back of my neck when he passed behind me, letting me know our conversation wasn't even close to over. I tilted my head back, and he leaned down and kissing me and giving me a smile that was so sinful, I was sorry our friends were there. He took Annabelle from Blaze, and she cooed at him, lifting her arm, her fingers curled into a tiny fist. My heart quickened for several beats when he bent down and brushed his lips to her flexing hand. He looked at me and then back down at her. I smiled. This new year might turn out to be as unexpected as the last. End. 
Oh, wow. <clears throat> Johnny, that was a, uh, that was hot. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, I'm glad it, we took a little bit of a change from our slow, slow, slow burn with Radio Tower. <clears throat> just to give us a little spice. This was such a good pick. And I'm I'm glad we went with Jermaine this time. Me too. Yeah. I, I can't go wrong with a good Jermaine. And we got a little Pansy and Harry. A little and Jenny and Blaze. Jenny and Blaze. And then, you know, just Ron and Susan. <laughs> yeah, Ron and Susan didn't really talk. Fine. Nobody I'm glad I didn't have to choose any more voices, though, because I was running out of voices. <laughs> But pansies, oh my god, that just came to me as pansies started talking. You know what? I really enjoyed pansies. You got her like pug face kind of sound in there too, you know? Yeah. Poor pansy gets like the shittiest description. But she was actually quite pretty in the movie. Oh my god. She, so she married Hugh Hefner's son. Yeah. And she's gorgeous. And like uh, the Patel, the Patel twins? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, they became gorgeous and like one of them became like a Miss World or something. Oh good. What for I hear. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So well, but, I hope in the future of Ships of Chaos we visit Harry Potter again. There are so many uh, great fanons out there, fandoms. So uh, we'll definitely visit Harry Potter again. Yeah. We have uh, we have a lot of fandoms that we want to explore, like yeah. Teen Wolf we're exploring now uh true blood buffy buffy the vampire slayer Mm -hmm. so yeah and um chaotix if you guys have a fandom that you want us to add to our growing list let us know and become please please try to be more active on our facebook page yes we have like over 85 members now and like nobody's active so. We'll get there. And I think, you know, Johnny and I will start coming up with things to make it a little bit more interactive as well. But Yeah. But. Well, I think that's it for tonight. Uh, I think that's it. I think we can close. Yeah. Okay. All right. Everybody have a safe and happy New Year's. Yeah. Um, do not drive after you've been drinking. Yes. I cannot say that enough. Don't drink and drive. Don't, don't get stoned and drive either. <laughs> don't get so drunk and have unconsensual sex. And don't be silly. Wrap your willy. Or Papa Johnny yes. on it. <laughs> Papa Johnny on it. Papa Johnny on it, guys. <clears throat> I, I think it's so funny that, they, that, that what they call condoms in the UK is my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yep. so. All right. Uh, thank you for joining us on another Chaotic Thursday. We'll see you guys next week. See you next week. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on our journey today. We love any reviews, stars, downloads, and subscriptions. Thank you for listening to the Ships of Chaos. We will see you next Chaotic Thursday.